We'll do the casual greet, Don. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're not great RPG. We're here for the city of Oshwamp. Uh, we're going to go around the table real quick and introduce ourselves, and we'll have a recap. Something will happen, probably. Uh, <laughs> For at least several minutes. Uh, <laughs> maybe more. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm always done, but at least for several minutes I'll be playing Ether uh, mm-hmm. this evening. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I'm not Lawrence. And I plan to play Yalom Low for more than several minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Paul, and I play the wettest boy, Felix. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm Glenn, and I play Vorst. I'm Sarah, and I play Ritora. I'm DJ. I play Nesgrim, who is a, a sneeze away from leaving his mortal coil. <laughs> For the second time. Yes, a yes he is. <laughs> I know. With uh, your sneezes? You? Yes. <laughs> Warning! <laughs> One person walking in on his Does this mean he's susceptible to frightened checks? Yes, absolutely. We, we can Constantine the shit out of him. <laughs> your name's stupid. Oh! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm John, and I DM this uh, fun time. Absolutely a very fun time by all. Delightful. Yeah, like, I can think of no more Wait, cheerful campaign than this one. Uh, cheerful? <laughs> you don't it's sense the whimsy, John? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, all the snow and fun yeah. and happy I mean, people. we're due for a death. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. We're, absolutely. we're Wait, fucking we, 52 we've been episodes it for in. A while. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're due for a death. Mm-hmm. We're due for a death. All it takes is a poke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Esgrim had a stroke! The last thing I see is Wembley. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh shit, he's uh... Just an image of Wembley. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get you back to the city, he, you see Wembley. He makes you so hard. angry, you drop. Uh, yeah, last time we uh, <laughs> saw some horrific stone, statuey, dwarven alchemists and miners who were down here working in the foundry. Uh, come to life, assault uh, our good friend Ratora, attempting to petrify her. She did not use the inspiration and just straight savage the roll and got a 19 and wasn't petrified, which is great. That's the way to do it. There you go. <laughs> like, I mean, if it goes well, it goes well. I didn't use the Zephyr dice. Just trip it off. That is true. Uh, yeah, we got into combat with these uh, slow-paced stone men that Don just felt compelled to run towards. As is his usual, regardless of the character. Uh, we beat the fuck out of the stone things, realizing that they were vulnerable indeed to bludgeoning damage, as they were made of, uh, I guess you could say, a fragile stone, uh, having been once individuals who were... Well, I don't want to spoil things. It's a nice shale. Yeah. Uh, after the combat seemed to conclude with the stone cursed statues, uh, a wonderful... Skeletal creature <laughs> emerged from the dark and gripped our good friend Nesgrim and attempted to drag him to hell. Uh, we were like, please don't do that. <laughs> like, that's not ideal. Uh, we, as a recognition of the creatures in here fueling themselves based off of darkness and shadow, decided to bathe this creature in light, surrounding him with sources of light. Uh, we had a torch, we had two casters with uh, light spells being currently activated. Uh, we saw some wonderful obsidian skulls that fell from the bodies of the stone statue, and we saw another one reminiscent of that same thing inside the center of the chest of this sinewy skeletal creature. Uh, we pushed it and smushed it and tied it up. 
I gotta make him laugh before I kill him. <laughs> it's the one service that I, as the DM, am obligated to perform. <laughs> Gave him the old push and smoke. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, it's not hard to make me giggle. That's true. <laughs> so you're saying these are his last rites. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> he pusheth. Oh, he smusheth on high. You got it? Nice. Very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, we, we had a couple of individuals work together to tie this creature up with one of the ropes that we had. Attempting to drag it into the lava, uh, Vors jumping off of the heights of the uh, dilapidated stone constructive uh, smithery here around this source of lava, uh, which was originally once mostly cracked over and uh, I guess you could say like coagulated, now forming mostly a staple set of stone. But we fucking piled on it and just straight decided to, most of us piled onto it and decided to try to gangbang the skeleton into the lava pit. <laughs> As one does. As one does. It's Dungeons and Dragons. You, you do what you can do. <laughs> sultry skeletons walking around. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, Ethier utilized, uh, after understanding the entity, at least in some regard, utilized the spell Light to attempt to shatter the obsidian skull inside of this thing. Uh, it shrieked in agony, uh, and we continued to keep it restrained and grappled as best as we could on the lava. Uh, and as it died to Ethereum's conjuration of light, uh, and the bones began to part way, the stone beneath, or the stone crust on top of the lava broke apart, sizzling the wonderful polished bones of this creature before our good friends, the two who remained on top of this creature, uh, Ethereum and Nesgrim began to plummet to their Surely their demise <laughs> into fucking lava. Oh, shit. You were saved, quote unquote, by our good companion here. For now. Mr. Ethier. For now. Who with his seemingly last ditch effort, <clears throat> that twenty to toss of a water skin <clears throat> beneath your feet, and I, as a nice man, will not have it boil and burst at your feet. And consume you in steam and flame. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Thank you. I for... could very well do it. <clears throat> Thank you for not doing that. Uh-huh. I wasn't I was trying to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> As you saw today, when you throw water on the take away Ethier's agency yeah. in his last moments. <laughs> I need a companion. Yeah, right? Somebody's gotta follow me to hell. <laughs> yeah, he's so... gotta make sure Nesgrim gets where he's yeah, going. Someone's gotta <laughs> carry my yeah, the soul. Ha the hag's uh -huh. bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are going to continue into this evening, still remaining inside of our current initiative order, in which Ethier's turn resulted in the demise of the Bone Claw, the breakage of the Christ crust. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this lava broken for you. <laughs> Take from it, Lawrence. <laughs> what a terrible baptism this is for you, theory, dude. Holy shit. Like, good lord. Pass around the tray. Huh? Break it. Break it. We're passing around Break it. the tray. It's the, the yeah. church tray. Eat from it. Yeah, Eat from must, it. The water's mine. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Not Ethere, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's Ethere. There's a donation tray. There you go. Very good. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'll keep these things to uh, give you the beautiful scenic description of what 
majesty lays before you uh, inside of this small, triangular-shaped pit of lava, which is now, uh, once again, fluid and deliciously waving towards my good friend, Don, who is plummeting into lava (laughs) as Mr. Nesgrim finds a brief moment of shore footing on a cracked piece of crust and the actual, I guess, incredibly dense goat skin that a fucking water skin is made of gives you pause and respite for a second. And everyone else watches as Ethier's feet touch the lava. Uh, and a horrific... If you want to do your agonizing scream as you are immolated from the feet up as your <clears throat> legs, boots, and the lower portion of your body ignites and you are now wreathed in flame. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> ah! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you watch as Ether is about to his ankles plummet into this lava. Uh, it is obviously a very dense, viscous substance, and you do not sink. However, I have told you the amount of fire damage you take. Mm-hmm. And you all watch as Ethier, wreathed in flame, immolating as it rises up his waist, goes limp, motionless. And Sarah, it is your turn. I will tell you that Nesgrim is currently on unsteady ground. And for an amount of time, that to you is indiscernible how safe he genuinely is. <clears throat> and Ether is currently on fire in lava. <clears throat> How's my rope looking? Oh, 100% inflamed. <laughs> it is as well. Absolutely. Mostly cindered in ash immediately. Just from the intensity of the heat of this glorious lava. <laughs> As in a notice, this is going to get flipped over in a second. How? This is the time we have to potentially save the life of our good friend, Ethier, who is dying in lava. Ethier's unconscious? Yes. I would say that you would be capable of saying them now as you are falling unconscious. Mm -hmm. I think that that is definitely fitting. 
Yeah, as I'm sinking into the lava, uh, dying and falling unconscious, I'm gonna lock eyes with Vorst. Don't let her die. And just look at Ratora and then collapse. Is how far into like is this? That is accurate. That's accurate. Yes. So, can I try to reach over and like with my quarter staff, hook onto a piece of Ethier's clothing? That is not currently on fire, ideally. Yeah, something on the. Sure. On the upper. Yes. You can make a dexterity check. Fourteen. I'll tell you that as you reach out towards Ethier, uh, your staff is of a suitable length to be able to get towards him. I can think of sincerely despite wanting to be as polite as I can be, nothing on your person that would theoretically be hookable. Mm -hmm. If you genuinely believe there is a thing that Ether would be wearing that would not have immediately been caught in this immolating fire, anything metallic. No, I don't think so. I don't believe you wear a necklace or anything of the sort. He does, but it's, it's leather, so it would have just... Yeah. I would say that you definitely are aware that there is not a thing on Ether that looks like it is easily capable to be hooked onto. I will also tell you that the edge of your quarterstaff definitely looks as though not as though it catches fire instantaneously, but you definitely see the spindling little edges of smoke breathing up from the edge of the quarterstaff. That's. I think that's it for you. I think that's all I have. Okay. I'll. I guess. Step out of the way or prepare to get out of the way if anyone else tries to. Absolutely. Lawrence, you're up, and then DJ, you will be on deck. Um. <clears throat> I don't have any way to pull him out without catching a blaze myself. I'm gonna uh, get down and dig a water skin out of my bag and ready to put out the flames if somebody can get him out of there. Uh, I'm gonna turn to Felix. Is there anything you can do? And that's, I'm just gonna ready my action to... Mm -hmm. DJ. <clears throat> Please for me at the start of your turn make a dexterity saving throw. We'll give you inspiration. So advantage? Yes. You are Motherfucker. Not, you are not in a large pool of lava. Five. Yeah. I will tell you. I rolled five on both dice. That as you are able to just barely get your knees onto the edge here as you had only been maybe an inch or so. This was not a difficult thing. This was exclusively if you, in some magical way, rolled two nat ones. I would not feel terrible 
in an instance like that, sure, you collapse on your knees and fall out of the lava. Okay. I will say that you fall prone in that area. I will say that that falling only took five feet of your total movement. To stand, it would take half of your movement. I will ask you what you do on your turn. And I will tell you if you don't have anything to pass the torch to someone else. Sure, sure. <clears throat> the the lava that I walked off of is or fell off of rather. The crust is mostly broken now and it is once more fluid moving lava. The crust okay. broke as your stepping cracked it. Okay. So there is no more crust there. Correct. Okay. Okay. Now who Vorsty's up high. Vorsty's up high. Okay, so I can go under him? No, that's that the high. wall. That's the, oh, uh, sure, I'm on sure. the hearth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a hearth there. Oh, it's like... How far off the ground is the hearth? Or off the lava? Is there enough room oh, for me to lay feet. prone there? At the hearth at Vors' feet? Yes. Realistically, no. He okay. is effectively standing right at the edge. Okay. And did reaching out to try and grab you That's he fell. what I was gonna do. Yeah. We had the dex check, but sadly we're unsuccessful. <sighs> I will also tell all of you that I did not tell anyone else the amount of fire damage that lava invokes. Sure. For this specific reason. I do not want anyone to feel like they need to go into the lava. I cannot promise you will be safe. Yeah, I, I don't have anything. I have a couple hit points left, so I'm... Uh, I mean, the, what I was intending to do by going prone under Vorst <clears throat> was to spread my weight out across a larger surface area than my feet mm-hmm. and find a relatively solid portion that I may be able to lay prone across to reach Ethier. To, to drag him across? To pull him out. I will tell you that I will let you do that, and I will remind you that you are absolutely at one hit point and wounded three. Sure. And that there are other people still available who can potentially do that. If you would like to recommend that to another player at the table, I am fine with that. Sure. That's what I'll do then, is pull myself out and stand up and just um, try, try laying to reach him so you don't go through. And Glenn, we come to you. Oh, you are on deck. I'm going to go ahead and stow my sword that I believe I had out a second ago. Yep. Um, and I'm going to retrieve my rope with the grappling hook. I can't see it. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Yeah, I'm going to retrieve my rope with the <laughs> grappling hook, and mm-hmm. I'm going to fasten a, uh, a lasso mm-hmm. out of it. And I'm going to attempt to rope his upper portion. Pull him up and out. I will let you do that. I will roll fire damage against the value of the rope's hit points. If that is what you would like to attempt. I didn't know if it was going to cost any extra of an action or not to attempt to wet the rope beforehand as well. 
I didn't know if that was going to be consumed by... I will say that that is a thing that you are capable of doing in this swift six seconds, sure. Would I be able to use my reaction? What would you like Seeing him pull out a rope? Yes. And attempt to pull out one of the two ropes that we got? Yes. Yeah, and I would throw it at you. (laughs) Sure. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and wet the rope and the, uh, fashion my lasso onto him. Um, it's an improvised weapon for you for Tavern Brawler if you would like to make the attack roll with it. Still utilizes strength. And I will look up the exact hit point value for that particular rope, whether or not it does have additional hit points. It's going to be an 18 plus 6. didn't want to be an 18 at first. It was one of those, like, you hit the 4 and then slowly roll back. <laughs> and he had collapsed directly in front of me, correct? He is not far from you. Catch your friend Ether and the rope immolates immediately. Hooks around him, strikes the lava, and the entire depth and extension of the rope that touches it straight to, to immolating hell. Is he still within arm's reach of me? Like distance wise? Like he is right in front of me. Yes. And he is on fire. Yes. I am going to pass the torch because you did several things. Yep. Well, I think you can do toss the rope. Um, so being as that I am out of magical energy, yes. um, I will tell you that inside of the wild magical region, if you would like to restore side points, that is a thing that we can do at the cost of a level of exhaustion and a shrinking of the burnout die. Um, okay. Would it shrink before I roll? No. I would permit it to shrink afterwards. I think that that is definitely more fair and less punishing for okay. taking the... Uh, how the many side points would I get for the level of exhaustion, I guess? Would it be a one-to-one? I mean... Uh, it sh- should be two side points, I believe, because in order for what is effectively your first level spells, it costs two Me points too. typically. Because I looked at the magical burnout table, tried to do the math, and figured it equates to a first level slot for them is two points for you. Okay. So if you would like to restore two side points and then take a level of exhaustion after anything that you are attempting to do with the resolution <laughs> of your side points, it will occur at the conclusion. So you will restore your side points, be able to do a thing, and at the conclusion of that, one level of exhaustion, and shrink the burnout die. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um, and I will 
So he he is on top of the creature that is also sinking in the lava, right? The bones are mostly under the lava, having been uh, kind of like deconstructed when ether consumed them in light. Okay. So I am going to um, attempt to create cloud steps starting at a point right under ether and angle it out. So it's a 10 by 10 square and it goes 20 feet up, but it's sideways, so it'll be less. Okay. Uh, would you direct it towards anyone in particular based on where you're standing? I guess I guess I would do it this way towards these three. Okay. Yeah. 10 by 10, 20 up yep. at an angle. Yeah. Yeah. So that way Ether is kind of like... Kind of like catapulted. pushed out a little bit. Not catapulted, because it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> because it launched. Yeah, I mean, don't give me that. I'll abuse it. <laughs> I mean, with more side points, we can talk about it. But sure. for one, I'm just kind of like a, a gentle push. cloud step. Yes. Uh, push. How long do the cloud steps last? Uh, until my concentration ends. Okay. Sure. I will... Yes. Uh, ten minutes, max. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. They just never leave. I will tell you that the cloud steps successfully manifest and elevate your good friend Ethier up and out over what would, in my eyes, be probably right around three to five feet above Retora's head. Like, if you're going in that direction. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because, like, ten, and then it's twenty out, but it's at an angle, so I mean... I'm not geometrically the most inclined individual. I would assume it would be some evaluation, obviously below 20 feet, yes. though, yeah. just by logic. So I will say maybe five feet above Retour's head. All right. I'll roll burnout. Five, no burnout. And then it shrinks. Yes, your reaction triggers. Yeah, if, if it looks like he could be put out currently, then I would... Yeah, I will tell you and... that this is all occurring within a few seconds of space, and even though he is very heavily inflamed, there is definitely a level of it that you will be able to reduce with a water skin. Yeah, uh, I would, yes, empty an entire water skin. Sure. Uh, yeah, I will let you roll a percentage die for putting out our boy. Twenty-three. Is that 23% of a total ether, or is that 23% of how much of ether is on fire? 23% of how much of ether is on fire. <laughs> Some compound math, John. No. I might have shrunk up a little bit in the heat. So. Mm, shriveled up. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll just drop to one knee, and that'll be my turn. Yeah. Uh, well... We got one more good boy here. Uh, hey, somebody move him out of the lava. Get him out yeah, of please. Yeah, <laughs> get, him, next get, to, get him out. Next to Rotora. And so did he, did it air. move him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Physically? Yes. yes. Up and out. Yeah, it can carry him. Oh, cool. Uh, Can't make cloud escalators though, right? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, mean I want to. Well, Reardon knows one thing. And one thing alone. He loves the fuck out of you. Well. 
I can think of no better way that Reardon would think to put this fire out <laughs> than by dropping to his knees, <laughs> pulling out a water skin, dumping it on himself, <laughs> and rolling with you. Uh, oh, taking stop, drop, and roll to a whole new level. Correct. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey, at least you're not bleeding. The wounds would have cauterized immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> Technically not bloody. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's getting stabilized. <laughs> missing, you know. It's crispy. Man. Missing flesh and bone. <laughs> you know what's great? When I roll well for NPCs, when it's not in combat. <laughs> uh-huh. Because we needed... We needed a lot. <laughs> yeah. We needed a win. Did we get a lot? Did Rearda come through? Rearda actually snap exacted it. <laughs> I got a legitimate <laughs> 73. <laughs> I don't think I have ever... Or no, sorry, 73. So you're still 4% on fire. <laughs> Damn it! Ah, my toe! <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say that that is obviously an insignificant amount of fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that it will naturally those. buy the, you know, him... Uh, attempting to envelop the <laughs> oxygen. you about. Yeah. <laughs> He'll, the extra 4% at the start of your turn will, uh, yeah, definitely dissipate. Uh-huh. As this wet dog just rolls you around lovingly and just, Oh, God! <laughs> Don't let him go! <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that is a fair way to pull us out of an initiative order. And Ethier is unconscious on the ground. I'm gonna go rub Can him I... with my wet hands. <laughs> Can I cast Cure Wounds? Yes, you can. On him, uh, second level. Yes, you can. I'm doing this, Ethier. It's me, 100. <laughs> percent I saved your life. You owe me everything. <laughs> Technically, your soul. I mean, we could really get into it. <laughs> uh, hey, you can see that uh, hags aren't the only ones with ambition. Ethier is uh, horrifically burned and scarred. Uh, a lot of his clothes are uh, tattered. Is he whole? He is... 15 points. Whole-ish. Uh, I will definitely tell you that the lower part of his legs that were immersed in the lava uh, definitely look like they are blackened. But they're there. They're there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sarah, you restore 15 health I to I rolled a our... 4 on my, bur- on my burnout. Do I... Second level, do I have to roll a higher, like anything more? Okay. Yeah, you definitely restore 15 hit points to your good friend Ether. So he's still unconscious. He lay unconscious before you. Would you permit me a medicine check on his legs? Absolutely. Because I'm assuming they're still burning hot and yes. damage may still be caused. Sure. I think that that's fair. All that fat in the number. Your lay on hands over uh. yourself. Uh. Touch yourself. Uh. <laughs> it is a crisp five. <laughs> Hot feet. <laughs> no, I would tell you that you would. <laughs> I've never seen elf toes. Damn. He walks over, points to you. Oh. Ether's got to start at OnlyFans. <laughs> Only feet. Give me the feet. Yeah, I will tell you with the five, uh, you would discern that even if there is an instancing of damaging that's going to occur to him, it would be incredibly minimal and not something that would be after Retora's healing him life-threatening. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Didn't want to snap off another level of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Yeah, Aether is unconscious as fuck. I will tell you that around you there was uh, in the corner 
uh, towards Glenside in this area, there's a fucking cart, uh, and there is uh, a few piles of what looks like scattered valuables and scrap metals and gems and things around you guys. So, I don't know how we want to divvy up these tasks. I'm going to go pick up Ethier carefully. Hey! Oh! <laughs> I'm not I gonna let you. I'm gonna, I will attempt to stop him. <laughs> I will. Bonus action, mastery of force, and get ready to back him off. One, <laughs> uh, cure wounds on next oh, room. Sure. He's gonna attempt to pick um, up Ethier. You come here often. Two, maybe Ruda. <laughs> we need to get the. Yeah, the, the wet things. dog is currently still rolling around, just like <laughs> looking at the side of his face. My, my no soap. No more flames. My, my soap. Whichever one of you carries him, we should get away from this lava. Yes. yes. Rear to carry him to that cart over there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like, just <laughs> like, <laughs> pieces of flesh just like falling up. Thank you. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yes. And Nez- him down. Nezgrim, Sorry, buddy. We need to get our things. I rolled like a set on the ground out for that. <laughs> I wanted to get Ether first, oh, but it looks like Rear to got him. I'll, I'll go get the, the shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll, I'll show him the way because he. I don't okay. Know. For the, the yeah, because some of them aren't covered in coins. Correct. Yep. Does yep. anyone else need healing? Oh, I'm good no. now. I'm fine. Focus on them. How's Ruda? Ruda is bloody. I'll he- cure wounds. Ruda as well. Thank you. Five. <laughs> <laughs> what, John? <laughs> Five to Rirda. Yeah. Thank and you. then seven on the burnout. Okay. You can't start this music and then ominous, ominously stare at me. Absolutely, dear. Yeah, that's the, that's the get fucks. Rirda hobbles on over. You lay a hand on him, restore some hit points to him. He just kind of gives you a glance as he looks over his shoulder, just ether unconscious in his arms. I don't, I don't fucking know what to do with him. I'm going to put him in the cart and push. We don't have to push him quite yet. We have to go. We need uh, to get yeah, this stuff and go. I really like Dwarven Ruins, but not that much. Not sure. when they burn Ether alive. Oh, I'm also not even there. I'm yeah. gesturing yeah. you, like, viciously mm. at this point. Mm. Yeah, I'm going with Felix. Uh. Pack Mule's on the way to pick up his pack. <laughs> Ratora, mm-hmm. do you ha- still have one of those uh, fancy jackets that we found earlier today? Because I know we found extras. Um, For the clothing? Yeah. Yes. I think, didn't we give them to everyone? That... Mm, it was Reardon needed some clothing, clothing but there yeah. were definitely mm-hmm. extra sets. Yeah. Because I would suggest taking one of the extras that we have and swaddling him like a big old baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if we don't have that, I probably, I have a bedroll. Yeah. I would say BC just yeah. you, Sue. Oh, good. Wrap him up. You guys tend to him. Rearda, keep watch over the card. Yellow Mo, you want to go and Make see sure if we can find close by? We should see if the rest of what we need is here. Yes, I agree. And then we should get out of this place. With haste. Yes. I will also, while we are dividing up the tasks, just reiterate, I know I didn't place it back out, but along the south central wall here, there were things in that general area, and then over into the corner to where Don's iPad would be, there were also things in that general area, chests and other piles of gemstones and coins and things of that nature. So we have Felix 
and Nesgrim going over to cross the bridge to go back over to gather the pack. Ririda is currently putting Aether inside of the cart that is in that corner. And then we've got Yalumla who is doing... Uh, Dvorce and I are going to look for some of the rest of what we need. Okay. See if it happens to be in this room before we bolt the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. We need crushed amber, frost... We got the frost agate, right? That was... Or no, we got the ice diamonds. Ice, ice diamonds, ice yeah. Diamonds. We need chrysoberyl. Mm-hmm. You also lost one agate. of your frost diamonds as entry into Felfartha. Mm-hmm. And amber, yep. Mm-hmm. You guys need amber, frost agate, and chrysoberyl. So. Let us know when we're back. Okay. Yeah. Two of you guys spend a moment going across, getting the things. Sarah, what would you be doing as well during this time? Would you also be looking for the things? Uh... Yeah, I want to get out of here as quickly as possible. Do the three of you want to split up to look at the different piles, or would you guys like to look at the different piles together and move as three? Yeah, if she was done um, situating him in the cart, I would just motion for her to follow me and yell in low. Yeah, I would want to stick together. Stick yeah. together? Okay. She also has a Do you guys <laughs> want to do the one that is currently here in the smith near the cart? Yeah, the the south central or the southeast? If there's something right. nearby, I would mm-hmm. check there first. Sure, absolutely. Uh, whichever one of you would right. like to roll the investigation check with advantage based on who's got the best bonus, I would theoretically think. I do not know which amongst you uh, is the most uh, investigative individual. I got a plus two. Sounds like it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's you. Oh, <laughs> God! We have to hurry! <laughs> <laughs> hurry, this group! They can't use their peepers! <laughs> I forgot! They're so bad at it. okay. I'll sniff They're not out good the rocks. <laughs> yeah, I'll sniff out the rocks. It'll be fine. Ooh, that was almost really bad. Most of us are better sniffers. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's gonna be a 14. A 14, you say? Yes! Uh, yeah, I will With tell Gusto. you. <sighs> All right. Take skilled now. <laughs> I genuinely don't recall whether or not you guys were uh, educated on what visually some of the gems might look like. Uh, we definitely asked. I believe we were. Yeah. I was busy hanging out with the. Uh... I think that I was. Okay. I have notes on it. I believe I had a separate conversation conversation. that you and I talked about, not on camera. Yes, that's fair. Uh, I for sure was in a different uh, plane of existence. I have all the descriptions written for each one. Fantastic. Good. That's great news. Uh, I will tell you guys that you find... uh, So the way that I had done this, because again, you guys are not a gem cutters in terms of knowing the economical value of the gems uh, based on uncut stones for diameter and uh, weight value. That was tw- quantities by weight. Uh-huh. That was 26 episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been it's in Pelfar than a long time. No, it was only no we were in the woods for a while. Too. Yeah, yeah, you guys spent like two about days eight ago. episodes, nine episodes in the woods. It was and two we days just ago. spent like ten like episodes three. inside of Pelfar then. Yeah. It was like two days to get here. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So you guys, with knowing the descriptions, uh, I will tell you that you find these are one quarter inch in diameter uncut gems. Um, they are eight to an ounce. I will tell you that you find 15 
ones of amber, 10 of frost agate, 10 of chrysobarrel, and then you also find uh, five that are a curious purple color. And five that are a yellow with a, a nice vertical black line in the center for like a cat's eye. Yes. Or like a bumblebee. Or a bumblebee. <laughs> what a fun thing. The stone is called cat's eye, TJ. <laughs> or a bumblebee. <laughs> yellow on either side with a black stripe in the middle. I can't be the only one who pictured a bee. You are. <laughs> and I feel comfortable saying that. You are. He said cat's eye, and the rest of us knew what that was, and nobody thought about bees but you. <laughs> I loved it. Not even Glenn. Like a bumblebee. <laughs> I also it sounded it's so happy, it made me happy. It's fucking canon now, too. Uh, you got the bumblebee stones! Oh, like a bumblebee. <laughs> Nesgrim, it's a cat's eye. What can you tell me about the bumblebee I stones? I can't be the only one that thought about bumblebees. You I, are. I just love bees. <laughs> We're walking back to the city, you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> just yells it across the chasm. Oh, like a bumblebee! <laughs> Guys, we found a yellow stone with a black line in it. It's called cat's eye. You mean bumblebee? <laughs> uh, they're uncultured, I know. <laughs> I stand by what I said. You said it was eight to an L. Uh, yes. Okay. That was just what we found over here. Correct. to grams? Mm -hmm. Oh no, I don't know. Uh, why are we using the metric system? Grody. We'll, I mean, we we'll can. figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Math like, exists, that's fine. I didn't know in uh, Beyond it was going to classify as grams. Well, I, that's just what I have written. Oh, oh sure. Grams for the quantities that we need. Teddy grams. I'm sorry? Which is weird because I have ounces for the... <laughs> you heard me. Yeah. For the herbs. But I have grams for the... Did I tell you grams or did I tell you gold piece value? I think it was gold, gold piece value. That might be gold. That's gold piece value, okay. not grams. I was like, when the fuck did I ever say grams? <laughs> that makes sense now. Yeah, that's like the opposite of what I would have gone for. Yeah, yeah that's, that's gold Yeah, piece. like, why am I going to be like, I'm going to okay. fuck you guys up on the math? <laughs> fuck the combats and all the other interesting stories. You're not even gem cutters, but if you can do the math, you sure fucking can't now. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> learn, bitches. <laughs> Yes, that is what you find in that general area. pulls out his phone. I will also tell you that this is an area for an armory. What is it? Sure. Please help. Would I see anything along my my walk over to Felix? Yeah, me and him are skipping. Let's go. That you are passing inside of here? No. Sure. This stuff is in this corner within this piling of... Stuff. <laughs> Your wings still out? Uh, <laughs> <Shut up>. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I will tell you as well. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Bumble BJ. Oh my god. DJ <laughs> <laughs> sounded way too excited for that one. <laughs> like a cat's eye. Now buzz put... buzz, right? <laughs> buzz buzz, motherfucker. Put a cat's eye on the, on the, on the body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, be with cat the eyes. three of you who are standing in here while you are perusing this general area, I will tell you as another thing that stands out for you, um, a small, uh, or sorry, I already gave you that. Uh, you see 
uh, two sets of what look like very nice quality, uh, a, a, a shinier version of silver splint mail armor. I'll tell you guys that you would recognize this as the same kind of material composition as the orb that was inside of the Hand of Dumar in the wonderful play that was performed. Like the same armor they were wearing type of thing? Yeah! Yeah. Go ahead and pick it up. Mm-hmm. How heavy is this shit? I feel like sets of mithril splint mail are like 35 pounds, approximately. But if you want to look in D&D Beyond, I will tell you. Mithril Splint Mail. <laughs> oh, baby! That's <laughs> oh. we gotta get back. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Hurry, Mule. Take your clothes off. Put that on. <laughs> <laughs> we can't carry everything. <laughs> See me, like, hitting him with the, my quarter mm-hmm. stamp. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Just mage-handing your torch into the back of my head. <laughs> Bonk. Bonk. Uh, I will as well tell you, Sarah, that you see... Oh, shit. Uh, 60 pounds. Each? Nice. (laughs) Mithril splint, heavy armor, 60 pounds. Uh, You guys figure that shit out, not me. I'm just giving it to you. (laughs) Uh, Got a cart. Yeah, seriously. That's why I put a cart here. I was trying to be nice. (laughs) Put it on top of Aether. Don't put it on top of Aether. Put Aether on top of it. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and pack away one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like what you guys find what we're gonna ask. Uh, you, you were telling me something. Oh, forgive me. Yes, uh, you see. Um, gotta be sneaky with that. A small, uh, amidst the piles of gemstones, uh, inside of all these nice things, you see a small crystalline orb. Maybe a few, uh, you know, maybe a inch or so in diameter. Looks like it's nicely made. Your parents made magical items. You feel like, that's nice. Do I, I don't know if you want the orb. Do I feel comfortable touching the orb? Or do I, I... want to tell you whether or not you feel comfortable does, does touching it, the orb? Does it feel like... Icky? Like a sus orb? Yeah. <laughs> you can roll for... Did it vent? Uh, yeah, you can roll for like an arcana or a history mm-hmm. check if you want to suss out this orb. You can. In mithril? That's what it does. Oh. Check that out. They're the it same. Does. 13. Seems like a nice safe orb. Doesn't seem like it's weird. Definitely seems like this is an area in which they stowed things that are valuable. Because mm-hmm. it's lighter. You'll figure it out in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also have the ring mm-hmm. that I am now wearing. Mm-hmm. We'll figure that out in 51 minutes. <laughs> Technically, I was wearing it as a stone as well, but that was what? 43 minutes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> a two percentage. <laughs> a two minute takes time. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. Uh, I say that that is approximately what is uh, completed there. Uh, Are you talking about the ring with gems? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought I had that. Yeah. I would go ahead and no. That no. She put on a part of the mithril plate mm-hmm. and then indicate to Nesgrim that there's that another set here that it looks to be about his size. Mm-hmm. Are Phoenix and I back yet? Yeah, 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 it doesn't take you guys that long. They're shoveling through shit mm-hmm. for like a minute or two because there's just like big piles of like rocks and, you know, like lump ores and minerals and things like that that are uh, also contained. I will absolutely take that mithril splint mail set. Sure. And I'm going to slap that puppy on me. 
Mm-hmm. It looks like it's about your size, Nesgrim. Try it on. We could be twinsies. I'll make it fit. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't like that. <laughs> it Put it back in the fire. Was that, was that ever a question? No. Put it back in the fire. It definitely it's looks like these yet. were uh, humanoid size and going to be used for sale. Uh, Mithril splint mail? Correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know if we want to go to another pile or if we feel like that we've got all the things that we care about. I, I would also take a look around when I got there. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would take a peek. If there's another... You don't need to... Yeah, yeah if there's another pile, I would Two groups of people we can fan. I'll permit Paul, if you want to do the investigation check with advantage, he can be helping you. You are definitely going to be the better investigation bump. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Actually, I think I have a pretty high investigation. He's an end character. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're like wisdom and charisma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 17. Wait, let me... Yeah, 17. 17? I'll tell you that there's another cool-looking fucking orb. Feels pretty safe to you. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely gonna to... touch it with my bare hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bare hands? Uh, what hands? You immediately... Oh, no. Slide the slippery fingers around. <laughs> Drop ah! Ooh, orb. Yeah, no, it's a nice orb. Let's give it one of these. Yeah. yeah. Orb. Plus no, nice one. orb. Yeah. Uh, just a nice, uh, nice crystalline orb. orb. Pretty clear. Doesn't look like there's anything inside of it as you sit here with it. That is a nice uh, orb. I'll also tell you that it looks like there are... Uh... Are you having a stroke? No. <laughs> I, I said are, but it should be is. Because I was like, technically there are cards, but there is a deck of cards. <laughs> that looks like it is kind of like... A law, uh, uh, you know, kept in like a nice tidy corner. Is it like similar to the deck of cards? I think I picked up a deck Throw of cards that earlier. Throw fire. Uh huh. You did. Okay. Is it similar to that? Yeah. Yeah. I'll pick those up. Nice. You're gonna have a nice deck of cards. <laughs> nice deck of cards. Okay. Pull one we'll out figure of those out as well in the future. I don't trust those at all. I love them. That's meta. They're gonna be great. <laughs> it's fine. We're gonna have a very fun time with them. Let's go ahead and pull one out now. You're gonna have poker night when we get back. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! Who's dealing? Aces That's are wild. You're I'm dealing. dealing. Hold on. Uh, cool. So we want to split up into the other two piles. Sure. Yeah. Yep. As quickly as possible. Sure. So three and two again. Mm-hmm. Rude is just gonna like <clears throat> stare at Ethier. Humberly. He's good. Me and Nesgrim will take the creepy corner. Okay. Yeah, so an investigation yeah, checks with advantage, please, friends. Come on, Paul. Why is it so bad? 19. 19? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 15. 15. Okay. Suck it in character. Uh, <laughs> 10 and 11. <laughs> Nick was keeping track of all the supplies. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's fine. They're in his bag. It's, that's a blessing. <laughs> They're Somehow, there. Somehow. <laughs> that they weren't in his bag? Yeah. Before he. Jumped into a pit of lava. We responsibly gave them to the guy that wanted to jump over a cliff. You found them down. Cool. Yeah, you, you yeah exactly. Them. He's responsible. Uh, so for the 19, I'll tell you. Uh, for the 19, uh, Glenn, I will tell you that in this pile of uh, nice stuff, uh, it's in, you know, like a couple small chests and little boxes and shit around here. I'll tell you that you find a total of 120 gold. <laughs> uh, I will tell you that you find another 
uh, 15 of the pieces of amber, 10 of the frost agate, another, this time 15, actually, of the chrysoberyl. We're on 19, it's really good. Uh, and then I will tell you that you find 12 of a uh, gradient, like yellowish white, kind of milky quartz looking stone. Uh, it's milk stone. Uh, you find 10 more of the nice purple ones. Mm. You find 10 of a shiny yellow. Uh, and then you find five of a, I'll go back to this one. Uh, it's got gradient greens. So I mean like super dark foresty greens with like thin striped lines of light green. It's malachite. <laughs> How many of those? Uh, five. I forget what I said, five. Like, okay. like a watermelon. It's a malachite. Like a watermelon. <laughs> yeah, malachite. I'll throw them at you. Mm -hmm. And then you had a 14 or 15? 15. 15? Cool. I'll tell you that in the pile the, over there where you are at with the uh, chess, uh, you find uh, three nice looking of the same quality metal, exclusively just the banded uh, front shaping portions of a breastplate with thin, easy straps that go along the back, and they are lighter weighted material. So if you want to put three mithril breastplates, nice. they're heavy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Nesgrim's there. I think I, it's uh, best for people to wear them out. I may want to put one of those on, on instead. Uh, the, breastplate? the breastplate is realistically going to be better for the majority for the... of the medium armor wearing people. Yeah. Okay. Splint's going to be better. I can't Splint wear is yeah. better. I can't wear metal. But oh. you can't wield weapons of metal. I think you can't wear metal armor can... either. I think it's. I want to say druids don't wear metal. I feel like we've done this before. I've think... definitely. I have to check it's... my arm proficiencies. Mm -hmm. I yeah, think there's be... a possibility that you can wear a pole. Yeah. I think it came up with Raz, I think. Okay. the worst place is you put both plates on either side of Rirda. So he's got room when he gets giant and scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then I will tell you that you find. Uh, ten amber, ten frost agate. Ah, ah. Oh, I didn't realize you weren't writing my bed. Ten. What'd you say? Amber. 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 Does anybody have like the master sheet? Do you have it? I got it. Okay. Uh, ten frost agate. Five chrysoberyl. And then I will tell you that in this corner you find five small. Very nice looking frost diamonds. Stowed away here for safekeeping. So I wrote all those down. I'm going to immediately hand them to the pack mule. Mm -hmm. And they're no longer, I no longer have them. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you just make it rain in the pack behind you. Yep. <laughs> Is that all the piles? Uh huh. Those are the three piles that are in here. So it's eight of these to an ounce. And we're, all, we're keeping everything together, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody's holding on to anything before I start mm -hmm. making uh, the... During this time frame, Rirda will have pushed Ether, cart Ether, over towards the opening for where you guys have marked the bridge passageway. Not crossing it, but just standing there looking as you guys are doing stuff. How many can you carry? I cannot wear it. I cannot wear the breastplate, so... I can wear one of them. Okay. What's... It's... Seven, seven times your strength score for encumbered? Uh, 15. 15. 15. 15. And then 30 times is your uh, heavy encumbered, so you get reductions. Oh, that's not bad. 
divided by eight. Yeah, I would put one of those on. Equals. Oh, I'm not carrying. Nope. <laughs> it's too close. I can't. It's ether close. <laughs> oh, wait. I can dump my plate mail, which I would, or my chain mail. Mm -hmm. Wait, are you putting on the mithril? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll go ahead and remove that because that's pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. Now I can. How heavy are they? They're 20 pounds each. And they're I can take them. Mm -hmm. Do you, well, I can, we can give one hand. Yeah, yeah, I'll look and wear one. Yeah, so I'll how many am I one. taking? So you're two. taking two. Sure. We can put, we the... could, we could put one on Eve here. I was going to say we could put one on Rirda and one on Eve here. Uh, fuck <laughs> armor. We put one on Eve <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just in go, case. Go, go. <laughs> just, we put one on each side of Ethio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> two <laughs> arms for one armhole. It's just like real. Mithril breastplate, right? Correct. So. Because yes, it's just a breastplate, it would probably be pretty I looked it up. Apparently, the player's handbook says druids will not wear metal ar will not wear armor or use shields made of metal. Cool. So it's shield and armor. Yeah. Gotcha. Thank you. Um, Like, it doesn't say they can't. Yeah, it just it says won't. they don't. It's entirely up to you if you feel like Rator has gone through enough shit. <laughs> I mean,. That's because yeah, of that's, BHB that's says a role it. play thing. Like, that's entirely up to you. Not an actual It would feel yucky. Thing. She might wear it to get it out of the... Mm -hmm. To get it out of Felfar, then. Sure. Just attacked by stone people in a creepy... Uh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. To mithril a... Breastplate. Breastplate. Okay, so I'm only taking one now. Mm -hmm. Nice. I will say, <laughs> while you guys are reconvening and figuring out sure. your entire weight thing, I'm going to ask you guys to leave and send me Donnie Boy. Oh, this yeah. Way you guys can figure out the uh, distribution. Uh, the cart can, I'll say, outside of Ether, also hold another 100 pounds worth of things. That doesn't feel unfair because Ether, with his weight and then carrying. And it's uh, an old cart. Yeah, it's like a solid 250. Uh, so if you guys. He's going to weigh like 160, 170, and then he had sure, like 75-ish pounds okay. on him. For yeah, carrying. I was going to say, he wasn't carrying much because he had been weekend. Yes. But, yeah, I guess that's fair. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let John come in and then go to the bathroom. Yeah, lock the door. Mm -hmm. Probably not, actually. Definitely, uh, I'm proud they saved you. Me too. <laughs> Felt good. Yeah. And we didn't actually give that much time. Yeah, we were good. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll tell you that you, uh, you know, slightly in and out of consciousness yeah. as you are being uh, elevated on this cloud stairs. You, know, you get glimpses of the, the voices of your companions around you sporadically trying to figure out like how they can fucking save you. Uh, you feel this soft elevation as the cloud stairs lift you and you feel the heavy, uh, almost stinging sensation of the water being poured over you as again you drift in and out sure. of consciousness during this experience. And then I will tell you that you feel, you know, a, a nice strong embrace and then a f different firm uh, wood feeling underneath your back as you just kind of like 
barely peek your eyes open again fading in and out rapidly yeah. and you know consistently and you feel yourself just like surrounded by you know bags and pouches and nice things that are being piled into a cart adjacent to you and I would say that you would close your eyes and drift away to a very peaceful sense of something that feels deeper than slumber mm -hmm. you know the sensations where you wake up and are groggy afterwards where you're almost in disbelief as to how deep of a sleep you possibly could actually achieve and I will tell you that you feel yourself light and airless and you hear the familiar fluttering of wings around you and you feel like you are sitting on the calm soft snow you hear the light crackling of a fire and look down at it and you see in the same way that you always would do with creating a small circle inlet of stone to be able to make sure that you know no droplets of water could intervene with the small fire pit you would build and you see your iron pot and inside of it a nice boiling stew is it doesn't feel like this is a memory though it feels to you like this is something that could be a memory of yours but it's outside of your experience it feels like you know that you do something like this so very often but that this particular one has a unique difference in quality and visceral nature of the depiction and across the iron spit from where your pot is hanged aloft you see as Malo just carefully rests little feet gripping around the edge of the bar piercing dark eyes just gazing at you her wings tuck in slowly to her side and you feel a sense of peace there is an extending sense of darkness around you where even though you know you have an exquisite distinct set of eyes equipped to see in the dark you only see the 10 to 15 feet of bright light that is cast by your bonfire here and adjacent to you and then you hear the crunching of heavy footprints on snow and you hear the soft gliding of a cloak as it just wisps along snow feels like there is fur at the edge of it ever so soft but you hear it drag and right at the edge of the darkness in front of you opposite the bonfire you see these hands with thin black gloves long extending welcoming fingers just reach out from the darkness you see just the hint of pale white skin at the wrist extending back into the forearm sleek slender arms high in the air above you though as though whatever figure it is that looms just at the darkness outside of your vision must be so tall 
and you watch as the hands extend and Malo rises once more, turns and flutters, and the hand turns, and ever so gracefully Malo lands just on the back of this gloved hand, looks up at the dark face that you are unable to see, and gives a soft squawk. Ever so lightly, a very faint whisper. Malo continues to stare up into this dark mess. You astound me. Who are you? How do you know my name? I am... Mm. Nothing to these people any longer. Simply a... a figment that moves in the dark. And tries to guide. Good wanderers such as yourself. To provide... Whatever safe passage is left in this thundered world. Are you what gives me my powers? My magic? Well, I don't think so. I think that you possess your powers because you are more prepared than most others in this world that live to accept the turmoil that life brings with it and understand that, well, there is no such thing as a fitting death, an honorable death. It's just death. But you... Do all that you can to provide peace and respite to those deserving and ensure that no, well, wicked or malevolent souls find their way to a place that they don't belong. Yes, I try my best to judge people on how they've lived with what little information I can gather about those I do not know. Hmm. It has always been so curious to me how one can stain the soul. It is a language that few are Capable of reading, but it seems someone has taught you very well. And you are a good listener. And that is a contract that, well, not many are willing to uphold. If I do not help them, I do not know who will. 
And I believe everybody deserves a chance to live after they have died. It is. No. Not so much a sense of living any longer. Or a period of waiting. What are they waiting for? A chance to find a different home. In a different... Different light. Than the one that, well... Somehow still burns here. Fading. Fading quickly. Where are we now? This seems to me like it would be a memory, but I know it is not one I have experienced before. I am a keeper of memories, Ethier. But you send to me when you permit these people passage is the chance to be stored, to be remembered, to have their tales told without the need of writing or story. Like a legend? Something along those lines, certainly. I could pluck from the waters any point I have stored, should I need to. So the people that I bring across the river their memories remain in the minds of the people that cared about them. Yes, Ethan. It is the only peace that I can project or manifest for them. There is not a genuine home or sanctuary where I can let them live out a life that I would have wanted them to have a chance to. All that I can offer them. Are the beautiful moments that they did live through and to remember them in all of their glory and majesty does that not bring them pain in remembering i believe it does death is death though ethier there is not a way to experience it without pain life is itself also riddled with pain, as you can clearly see and feel. I think that permitting them, well, to feel life again comes with it the same opportunity for all things, good or bad, that life brings with it. Pain worth accepting, 
to remember the ones we love. Yes, as you saw with the little girl. Home. Feeling that she had long since sadly forgotten. We were able to again give back to her so that she can know what it feels like once more to be loved. I do not know if you eat, but if you are hungry, I have soup. I don't think that... I don't think even if I required the nourishment, I could pass up such a wonderful offer. See that this, uh, tall, majestic... About eight and a half to nine foot tall, slender woman in a beautiful midnight black robe. Uh, the coif kind of that comes around the front of it, only a slightly lighter shade of a shimmering gray. And she has stark, pale skin and her face, nice, long pointed nose, <laughs> and a very slight grin. Almost cheeky, but still friendly, mm. jovial in a way, and piercing dark gray eyes that have just along the lower shines of them a sense of a gradient lightness to them. The robe encompasses all of her being outside of just the edges to where it cuts right below the wrist. You see that she strides forward and the cloak follows suit and slides ever so gracefully along as the heights of the snow. You watch as she extends her hand down and Malo leans over the pot of stew and just gives a nice squawk into the glory of the meal that you have made. Yes, Malo, it smells very lovely. Thank you, Ethia. Of course. Are there others like me out there? Not enough. You are one of very few who are willing to bear something that many would consider a curse. A duty that calls to them an obligation or a devotion to living their life for all but themselves. Many would view that as an imprisonment. I do not see it that way. But I understand there are those that would, and I understand why. Yes. It... It is a duty that I am... proud to present to individuals who are so deserving as you. There are very... There are very few left in this world who care for the nature of the soul any longer, and who do not view it as some sort of malicious, malleable currency to perform wicked and evil acts. 
the bastard eyes or transmuted in its form. Why would someone do that to a soul? Souls carry with them power. The magical properties that you possess. It is the willingness of you to express your soul outside of your physical form. Many call it magic. A soul is something that can be nourished. Good people. A hearty meal. A loving embrace. The things that bring us a sense of peace and understanding are nourishing to the good souls like you and your friends. The others who are more damned wretches, they renew their souls through the consumption of others, believing that they can ascertain something that is more powerful than they alone can abide. A growth, an ascension, and I fear what many of those twisted, corrupted souls are capable of doing. The power of the many becomes the power of the one. Yes, Ethan. Exactly like that. I will try to find these people and stop them. No one should abuse a soul in that way. I know you will. And I... hesitate to ask that of you. But many have wandered. Some of them have wandered astray. You have seen someone who did exactly this. Who walked a path very close to yours. And simply found, and she looks around, that though I am most home in darkness, it is only because I need be. The sight of me would many who do not understand me would drive them mad. Thankfully, Ether, you have come to understand me. Are you what causes the sky to go black in the city every year? No, that is not me. That is a different thing that lingers. Very deep beneath that city. Very wretched thing that happens. Does it need to be destroyed or helped? I do not know of a creature that exists that is powerful enough to destroy. A being such as that, even in its current state, 
dead. It still emanates a very wicked power, even grander than I in life can ever attain. Perhaps it needs to be reminded of its memories of its home. I do not control the memories of beings of a similar power or stature as I. Only the lives of mortals, not immortals. They are not bound to me, Ethian. I am quite powerless against them. What must I do? Do good. I can think of no other advice to give you. You saw what happened to the twisted, corrupted soul inside of that creature. Yes. There is something that it seems that you understand is beyond this world. Beyond the experiences that you and all of your other friends have understood thus far. That there is something that you are capable of doing to pacify the soul. I do not know if you will ever be powerful enough to do that to any of the things that lay buried here. But I believe that with the help of your friends, instead of one soul consuming many, perhaps many souls can change one. It is a terrible sacrifice and unfair to put upon you and your companions. It is not a trade that I can guarantee you will leave any of you as you were before you make it. But it is one worth making. That is what I have tried to tell many for centuries. And many have come just to the precipice, only to fall victim to their own fears. Many minds are afraid of death. Yes, they are, Ethan. They do not know what lies beyond. No. And in their desperation, they succumbed to wickedness. They cling to the life that they have. I will do what needs to be done. Thank you. Of all the souls that I pray you find, 
offer them some peace. I beg you to find my sister Elsa. Grant her the rest that she deserves. Do you know where she fell? She didn't. Tell you that your eyes pop open. Feel yourself in the back of a cart. Gonna bring everybody back. Okay. Am I still unconscious? I'd rather you be conscious. Alright. It's more enjoyable. Okay. No, I think that's just you, Paul. Nick, are you staying Thank here? You. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many frost diamonds we have. <laughs> okay. That's, I'm trying to figure that out. All I right. can't find so. it in my notes. Yeah, I was only tracking herbs. Mm-hmm. Ether's getting a little hot. I will tell you that as you guys reconvene back at Rear Dead at the car, you hear a very audible gasp from your good pal Ether. Ether. Yes. Welcome back. Thank you, Nesgrim. That was incredibly dangerous. And incredibly brave. I did what I had to. What I thought I had to do to save you. Can you move? Barely. And all. Yeah, Reardon just like places one hand on the top of your head and just like ruffles your hair. No worries, buddy. I'm real good at pushing stuff. Thank you, Reardon. Push you. Wiggles the car <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yes. Thank you, my friend. Like a big hole over there. We can go for a. Kind of like a slide? I don't think no, so. No, thank Rita. you. Well, the ruins aren't that fun, I guess. No slides. <laughs> Only ramps. Ramps can be slides if you're fast enough. Nope. Nope. We're not. Oh nope. my god, he's a genius. No slides. Maybe slides later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, maybe outside. What are we doing? We have Going to get outside? Out. We have to get out of here. Going outside? You want to go outside? <laughs> I don't want to go outside. <laughs> he just instantly starts like involuntarily, like giddily shaking. Just, oh boy. All right, all right. I don't know how to get there. Is it in the hole? No. Nope. Damn. Felix, you still have the map that you were working on. Felix is a little hot. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do. Pull out my map. Good. Ethier. Um, yes. Considering most of your belongings were taken, I uh, I have my armor. If you wish to, I'm just gonna pee and get water. You guys good. have it. Oh, I'm I'm over my carrying capacity. I stick my hand out. <laughs> is, is it heavy? 
Uh, I can tell Not you. Not if you wear it. Take your clothes off. <laughs> It'll be a lot lighter. <laughs> Is it whatever's not... left? Uh, it's yeah. light Is... studded armor, thirteen pounds. <laughs> I, I might be fine. All right, but yeah. not now. I think you should rest. Save your strength. Did you find what you were looking for? All of the things that we needed. I'm gonna just take the. Bag sack and shake it. As much as there was in this room. <clears throat> Good. I don't think we can risk looking for more. We'll have to hope that it is enough. I hope so. We might need more for you after that's done. <laughs> yes. I found some extra gems as well. So even if we don't have enough, we might be able to buy some from somebody. Mm. Good. We're not going home hungry, that's for sure. Um, but thank you for saving me. You're welcome. Thank you all for saving me. I do not know how you did so, but... It was this close. <laughs> I appreciate not burning to death. Felix did most of the lifting, believe it or not. Thank you, Felix. I'm just gonna wink at you. I'll I'm... give you the smile. <laughs> I thought I felt... Your wet hands as I flashed in and out of consciousness. I definitely healed you. That was me. <laughs> the clammy wet hands of death. The wet was actually weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just gonna look at Ritora. That makes sense. He used his. Oh, the, the stairs? Mm. Like you had used in the forest before. Yes. You look tired. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. Thank you. Of course. You no. would have done the same? Yes. You did? Go ahead and hand you a pouch with 20 gold in it. I know you're not oh. one for silver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> Place it on his chest like Thor's hammer. You can't move this. <laughs> and I'll set it in the cart next to you. Are you. Thank you. Are you able to carry the extra breastplate? I don't see why not. And I'll go ahead and give everybody 20 gold out of the gold that I've found. Oh, my cash bones. Cash for bones. Perhaps I can Bone buy some, money. some new clothing when we get out of here. You buy yourself some new bones. shoes as a start. <laughs> yes. They are gone. <laughs> I hope you didn't like those ones too much. I did not. Uh, <laughs> what, if my, what if my stuff is burned? Oh, boy. <laughs> they were the iron spike boots, so they're definitely gone. Yep. Just remove those. Uh, my upstairs, armor's gone. Yes. Fancy dress shoes. Fancy dress shoes. <laughs> That's better than no shoes at all. <laughs> He's going to be walking around in loafers. We forgot to bring people walking around in loafers. My bone sword okay? Your bone sword's all right, buddy. All right. I'll take your bone sword. This game game is Graham Gam's frozen chili spice. All right, that's the most important. Yeah, no, that's hot resistant. Okay, good. It's probably thawed now, though. Mm -hmm. I assume like my arrows and my healer's kit and all that stuff is gone, Mm. singed, just beautifully destroyed. (laughs) 
Did, did the oil burst into flames? Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll say that that's a reason for why you burn so much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of oil. Oh my god, why did I jump into hot? Something um, smells saturated and deep fried. Mm. I'll, I'll check with you on the other stuff. Nice crispy. Because I have like a mirror and stuff. How much clothing shit. is left on this body? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you that like he's got effectively uh, short shorts. Worth of his pants remaining, just so that you can have some ethier dignity. Thank you. Little baby shorts, though. They're like really, you know, right up. Oh yeah, are they like jagged too. Yeah, yeah. They definitely look like they were nicely like once good jeans that they ripped. They say cursed across his ass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would they may may they be worn by like a hot pirate single? Yes, a hundred percent. That's what I was thinking. They they look like they're distressed and they've got like really good looking like wrinkles and rips in them now, Mm. and it does. uh, You can tell it was like. I can definitely for like Yeah, yeah, and it does say cursed on the ass. <laughs> Abercrombie and Lich. My watch just told me I was standing, so I'm gonna fine. give him my extra set of common clothes. Very good. Yeah. Oh, my sack's burned. <laughs> also, my sack is destroyed. <laughs> Uh, my um, rations are burned. Mm-hmm. My, how about my 10-foot pole? <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, you kept that in the shorts. <laughs> Wink! Uh, my yes, net. Sarah? Ether, your, your pass? Yes. Is it, is it gone? Ooh, right in the pass. Oh. oh, yeah, your pass is gone, buddy. I will have to speak with Arthur, and I... Assume that they will not forget my face. They do know you. They might not even check. They will mm. check. They check every time. But they may let me in if they see I am burned. Stay positive, my friend. Anybody who did such a noble feat to save the city and the people in it. I do not know that they will see it that way, but I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> giving you false hope, friend. <laughs> we can finally get the bone man out. <laughs> my blankets. Hey there, Get bro, him in if he's dead. <laughs> I gave you comic looks. Thank you. Just like our booty shorts out in the wilds. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Or you can. If you I'm want to just uh, and try to put it's... on these pants. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a grueling. Okay. It's a grueling, uncomfortable yeah. task. Yeah, uh, you definitely can get them over. Yeah. You feel like you are missing the majority of the function of your legs. Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm bundled, there, I'm not going to do that then, since I'm cocooned. Yeah, now we got a nice little baby ether, here, just <laughs> nice beautifully swaddled. swaddled. Yep, nice that swaddled ether. here. Mm-hmm. It was an extra breastplate, right? Yeah. Mm. My other water skin, I assume, exploded. Nice. Uh, do you need water? No, I am okay for right now. Thank you. Pretty dehydrated. Okay. Yeah. Okay, after, after you've been burned on, yeah. you'd be very well, thirsty. Not really all that thirsty. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I've never been more thirsty in my entire life. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's gonna. Yeah, no, we're standing here. Oh, I had two water skins. Um, but I think <clears throat> I sent one back with. I want to do a quick look around the room, make mm-hmm. sure there are no uh, piles of cash. You know, nothing <laughs> obvious that we missed. Oh shit, we missed the stack of money in the yeah. corner. Uh, yeah, some pesos in the corner. <laughs> no, not pesos. <laughs> At least words. make it Dogecoin, Dan. Uh, uh, there's some Chuck E. Cheese tokens also. 
Helpful. Uh, <laughs> not the tokens, at least the tickets. Come mm. on. I think you mean Charles Cheddar. <laughs> For legal reasons, it's Charles Cheddar. Yeah, it's definitely Charles Cheddar. Uh, Since we're Charles standing Cheddar. over by the forge, is there any like long iron poking tools? Yeah. For tending the forge? Yeah. I'm absolutely. Gonna go ahead and There's grab one of them. So was that a no? Oh uh, yeah, there's definitely okay. not like cash. <laughs> just okay. laying around. Just no, I would tell you where you guys are. Like you pretty much pilfered all the things that uh, seem like they're they're of value. Once you guys want to carry like loose, uh, large chunks of stone with possibly some iron deposits inside of it, that they're fucking heavy. <laughs> you don't want only iron. Just pile the ore into the cart. With like you. if you guys want like a fucking sixty pound chunk of like rock with some iron vein in it, sure. We should go. But like, Dinero, mm-hmm. you guys yeah, got all the point. I don't think we should stay here any longer than we have to. I would agree. Make a beeline for the door. To the invisible bridge. Make haste, my friends. Bumble beeline. Uh, yeah, cool, absolutely. Uh, Can we navigate that side easily with the cart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm? Or we could take this way. Wee- yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure how. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Tell Wembley I hate him. <laughs> My holy uh, symbol. That's from you got your. No, your no, your holy symbol is uh. Miraculously protected. Was tied yeah, around the thing, yeah. right? Okay. It's a stone, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little wet. All right. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Because Felix touched it. Love it. It's Yeah, I guess. Had to check it out. Felix so... touched your holy symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh. Moist. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably fine. It's bones. Yeah, bone yeah, moisture is fine. fine. It's got a nice little uh, charred visual to it, so it's got you know, some like. It's silly got silly character now. Yeah, yeah that, right? that. stink. Uh-huh. Uh, my mask kit's gone. My ink pen's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fishing tackle gone. Yeah. Mirror. What is frozen chili spice? Nah, it's nah. heat resistant. <laughs> uh, how about my, cool. my my milk and bucket? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, hold on. Excuse me? Did you say milk and bucket? No, milking 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 bucket. bucket. I had a bucket. I think your milking bucket is gone, (laughs) man. Your milking days are over. Damn. I'm never gonna milk Uh, again. Damn. (laughs) Shield gone? Uh. Was it wooden or was it bone? (laughs) I'd love to say it was bone, but I'd have to, like, stitch some shoulder blades together for that so it's probably it says wood or metal could just be a bunch of femurs tied together what do you mean it's probably wood so i'll just burn it it's gone uh <laughs> signal whistle gone tinderbox definitely gone he's like fired my pitons are gone your pitons are fine All right, my pitons and my 10 foot poles yeah nice big pitons left right, you just have pitons and a pole <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got my ten foot pole, my pitons, uh, my capes burned. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I've got my bone sword. I've got my amulet. And I've got this dwarf skull. <laughs> oh, a nice rat dwarf skull. Yeah, I still have a dwarf skull for you as well. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Sarah, did you pocket the obsidian skull or did sure you? Sure did. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's fine. What are we doing? <laughs> Leaving. Woo-hoo! Get us out. Woo! We're going yep. back to the baths. <laughs> Or no, it's the theater, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I guess I should put that in my inventory, shouldn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. A small obsidian skull. Yep. That's definitely not going to come off ever again. <laughs> no? Why would it? Oh. When you say small, 
It was. It wasn't like that baseball big. size. Yeah. Softball size. Softball. Not dwarf yeah. size. Yeah. It was not an actual skull. Just a. You can wind it up. Nice little happy thing to be holding on <laughs> to as we squeeze. Like 100% Retorta just forgotten that she put it in her pocket. She's gonna yeah, that's why I asked. I just, yeah. can't, I just can't wait to give you a lecture. Like, a, I'm just sit Retorta down. You gotta not take things and stab people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 what? Oh, what? what? Who, who have I stabbed? Adrian. Adrian. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. He asked me Maybe don't do it in a magical binding circle. He, told me he practically begged for it. Listen, the lecture's later. Let's move. <laughs> Let's get the I think more here. than begged for it. Uh, yeah, we began crossing the old illusory bridge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, wiggle, zoomy your way across. I'd say we're making haste. Do you need a walking order? or? Not for the bridge. Great. When we get upstairs, uh huh. Where? Escaping. <laughs> I hope. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the ramp ascending is uh, sufficient width to be able to go with a certain amount of filing, uh, and then we arrive back up into the theater, uh, the nice sound room. Well, there is the uh, precipice right before that. That is ah. a small like reception area where there is a. Uh, Path that looks like it extends to the left that goes straight north. Let's go up. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll take that. Cool. Yeah, take that. Now, what's our walking order? <laughs> Is my strength still five, by the way? You? Yeah. yeah. What's the light situation with people? No, I like, don't who's know. got what lit? I have a light. We, we have definitely got yeah, You too. have the, uh, the torch. torch. Yep. I'd have light on my shield. <laughs> shield. Did you. Oh, no, light's not concentration, so it probably would still be up, right? Mm hmm. Even if it was an hour, just... Well, you have to roll. Uh, you. Me. It hasn't been an hour. Thank you, John. You're welcome. I know you're in agony. You fucking D4 burnout guy. I know. Uh, I think... You, her, then him. What Nes- no. Nesgrim needs to no. be in the middle. If he goes down, uh, he's dead. Sure. Yeah, if he yeah, sneezes yeah, he's too hard, he's dead. I will cover... I'll, I'll, I'll be in the back. I'll be in the back. Okay. I'll be in the back. Yeah. What happens you. if my burnout died? Then you want to be up front with me. Then you. Then the what happens if my burnout died? Then that's Grim. Then her. There then is then. none. Okay. Are we walking single file or two by two? It's imagine two by two. It's a skinny D four is the smallest it can be. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Are we single file in this hallway? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Front. Sword drawn. Okay. Yeah. It's Glenn, Paul, the cart. So Ethier. Reardon. Reardon right behind. Nasgrim. Nasgrim. Rotora. Me. I'm bringing up rear to rear. Duh. As is tradition. Oh man, Getting, but if we take this way, right we can't get the stone piece. <laughs> Damn. Maybe we can't get the uh, stone dildo if we go this way. <laughs> oh no, the hallway collapsed. Oh, no. Shucks. Darn. Back oh, to we gotta go back to the private rooms now. <laughs> Oh, look at that. There's a bed in the middle of the... Is that a wine <laughs> on the floor? Oh, wait. If we go back, we can put a mattress in the car. Uncorked <laughs> bottle of fresh wine? It'll be real comfy on the ride. It's probably not fresh anymore. <laughs> oh, it's had too much time to aerate. Mm. Oxidize. I'm sorry. About to get fresh. Mm. Well... So the thin path is fine, then. Then it's going away. That's good. Or is it actually collapsed? 
No, 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 it's not collapsed. It's safe. I'm glad I made this map and then we're taking a different route. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going is, north. Yeah, this is the one I know where, where, I know where it's, we think it leads. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's fine. The old super safe town. Well. Stop breathing. Wrap him in a cloak. I'll do this once. Yeah, bedroll. Bedroll, like yeah. Huh? He's in a bedroll, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Better not be mine. It's mine. In, <laughs> in terms of his inventory, he's technically in possession of that. Mm -hmm. So I got plenty of weight. In worst now. case, we throw a cloak over his head and like, we're just moving dirty laundry. <laughs> so I'll take the bedroll out of my inventory. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in mine. Cool. This charred corpse we found in the woods. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going single file up this hallway, uh, which is one that we had not previously traversed. Great. Uh, it's, you know, comparable as you would stand at the opening of it, uh, five foot wide, about 15 feet high. It's a little bit wider than five feet, but it's only like six to seven, so definitely not suitable enough for a two-by-two walk. Enough under. for a swing if I need Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh... Your dark vision is 60 feet, and you have light. I, I have his torch behind him, so yeah. So I guess 20 dark, or twenty bright, 20 dim from So you have 15 bright, 15 dim? That, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> so, yeah, and then you've got 60 feet of dark vision. Yeah, I would tell you that you look ahead, and it seems like you can see the majority of what you are comfortable and would in relation recognize is the hallway. That would eventually stretch off to the right for the area in which Felix had once before stemmed out from in the area where we had gone into that smithing corner. So you would definitely see an initial opening at like just the edge of your dark vision. So I mean 80-ish feet, 90-ish feet ahead of you hmm. on the right. Looks like it's just a straightaway path. Yep, gonna keep on trucking. Cruising on down Main Street. Fantastic. I'm gonna, I guess, be actively looking at the ceiling since I'm laying in a cart. I just know that I would. So I'll be looking for weird runes and fun things on the ceiling as we're going. Then this might be a. Oh, look! I don't know. Do another Tracy Trace? I don't know. You sure? I'll look for it. I'll actively be looking for it. Sure, absolutely. So you said, I'm sorry, you said the rooms that we were near, but I don't know what you're talking about. You remember where she turned into a stoat and we shoved her through the wall? Yes. And you went ahead to a T shaped intersection. Gotcha. It was over here. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So from where we are coming from, you guys had been here inside of like a smithing area. Mm -hmm. You went like that, and then that. That is the T that you're intersecting with. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna work. Right outside yep. the uh, the room with the stage, right? Uh, the market with the stage. Yeah. Yes. That is further north. Yeah. In relation to the direction that you guys will be going. This is that area was behind where we fought the armor. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. Any other questions before we get moving? I'm just acting. Looking at the ceiling. Yep. Cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys get about 15, 20 feet into this hallway. Uh and I will tell you that 
You definitely have light illuminating you all in this safe area where you are projecting these sensations of light. And I will ask everyone with a magical source of light to please make me a concentration check. 18. Mm-hmm. Straight roller at a mod. Uh, con checks or constitution saving throws. Oh, so in 21. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the natural light illuminated from your torch, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will tell you that it feels like something tugs at the... You have it on your shield? Mm-hmm. I will tell you that it feels like, to you, something tugs on the light on your shield. And you know those, like, sensations where a light bulb will, like, flicker. Like, suck in and then pop back out and illuminate once more. You have that very brief projection on your shield. Everyone in the area definitively would notice that the light, like, flicker. flickers, like, and gives a pop. <laughs> Don't cover your shield. I didn't. Walk faster. Yeah. I will tell you that as that occurs and you say those things, from ahead and behind you all, you feel this strange, almost, sensation suddenly from each direction. So Yalom this would strike you in the back, and Force, this would feel like it just suddenly upturns from nowhere. This strange, sudden gusting of wind that just presses past your face. So, like, genuinely, when I slap like that, I feel Mm -hmm. that slight gust and your hair turns for you again, strikes you in the back. I will tell each of you that you both would hear a whisper in an all-too-familiar voice. Not of Balor, but of our good friend Felix that says don't don't cover your shield the wind carries past you everyone hears that just these two like an echo like it Not sounds like he said it and like then he said after it again. we heard him say after it after you heard him say it a moment of pause and then the winds pass you and you have that sensation and you hear that voice trailing by you with the wind. We're just gonna keep moving. Yep. We don't have time to stop. Keep it yeah. trucking. As the wind blows through, I probably like <clears throat> yeah, wind to like block white with my shield out absolutely. of habit, but then signal back and just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You guys continue onwards. You reach the area in which you are passing by that open hallway that stretches towards the right that then angles downwards into the area in which you recognize is the area of that smith. And we had gathered some belongings. As we crest the corner, I'm going to kind of peek around first before actually fully walking out. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to kind of take a look and make sure. You're going to be continuing to go straight because you are going to, at this area, you will see ahead of you the area that you can recall is the ramp that ascends further upwards. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. You want to peek in that? Yeah, I want to like kind of peek down the T as we're crossing it just to make sure like there's nothing there before. Look at both ways for crossing the road. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, if you're going to give it a peep, I will ask you to make a perception check. This is an elongated peek. (laughs) I think this is a peep. 
Peak check. Definitely. Peak check. I can't believe you specified elongated peak. <laughs> That's a seven. A seven. Yeah, I mean, it feels like uh, you have the slight flickering of shadows along the walls as Felix's torch slightly casts some illumination around this corner, and you get that once more chilling sensation that you have had inside of Felfarth and so frequently that danger could lurk around any shadow or any corner. I'm going to do a double take and then keep moving. Yeah. As you do a double take, I will tell you that as you turn and then turn again, you feel at the center of your face striking heavily another gust of wind. And I will tell you that you hear this time the voice of your good friend Nesgrim. Like a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a bumblebee. With a faint, echoing, fading whisper. That's Kevin now. <laughs> just shake it off and keep moving. <laughs> just. Yeah. We continue forward, keeping our line. We come to the next opportunity to make the right into the area in which you can recall is the market district. Would you do anything as you pass that intersection, or are we continuing straight through since you are at the front? A decision is effectively yours unless anyone wants to say something. Is that the right fuck? I can't even. What? No. Are you pausing? No, I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Cool. I was gonna. I was figuring out which arm my shield is on. I think because I'm oh. like, like, don't want to see it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. fuck the marketplace. Cool. Yeah. I will tell you that you take a step by. Felix, as you hit that interim, I would 100% look at the market. Great. Just gonna give that to you. Yeah. Just, uh, don't just make sure it was gonna hit no... you in the side of the face anyway, just because in the consequences just of head on. Just... <laughs> yeah, no, you would turn, look, and you would feel, and your torch would flicker behind you. It's not gonna go out. I'm you're... actually holding it. Oh, you're holding it yes. this time. Okay, yeah, cool. And my quarter staff on the other hand. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your torch would flicker, just like the ever so gentle light of gusting wind striking against it hits you in the face, and as the wind strikes across and feels like it fades behind you, you would hear the voice of your good friend Vrtoris say, we have to get out of here. Just gonna kind of like look back at her for a second. Just, if you're gonna give me that look, I'll just turn back around and follow Vorst. <laughs> kind of poke him a little bit with the quarter staff. The quarter staff. A little faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. We continue towards this ramp, which ascends up and to the right. Going on up. No, the ramp is wide enough for us to not be single file going up. Three correct? by three. Is three by three. For the ramp. I would get to the about like take two steps up the ramp and then stop and then start motioning people to get onto the ramp before I continued forward, just to make sure the group is all still here. Are we consolidating them? Mm-hmm. I'll put us in twos. Mm-hmm. As we're moving... Yep, you got it. 
I feel the sensation of the cart under me, like mm -hmm. bumping over the stones yeah. and things. And it feels like we're going like up the ramps and things. Definitely feels that way. Okay. Two by two. Mm -hmm. Moving on up. What is our two by two? Uh, Just one person forward. The two of them next to each other. Head <coughs> next to the cart with Rirda. Rotora and I next to each other in the back. Moving on up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We ascend up the ramp towards the uh <laughs> actually like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little out of order, but yeah. Got the weak boys in the middle. Mm. Squishy. Squishy tanks. <laughs> um I'm not squishy, I can just be so really hard one time. Just just to make sure, um am I still wreathed in the shadow shield? <laughs> From when? Uh, From my temporary hit points. <laughs> I'm assuming it's still there. Okay. Yes, your temporary hit points have not taken. No, but I mean the physical barrier. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Mm -hmm. Good. Very good. Yeah, we ascend up the ramp and we find ourselves in the uh, small room back on the initial floor from which we entered into Felfar then. A small little antechamber where you see to the right of you. Uh, the little room where you recalled that there was a ledger for information for reception for ascension and dissension. Like, are we passing by that podium that had the, the, the ledger on it? There is a podium here with a ledger on it. Oh, so we're all back here. Mm -hmm. Okay. We should keep going. Wait. Are we, where are we going, friends? Where did we tell Corin to meet us? We told Adosan that we saw Corin to, to wait for us down here. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hold mm -hmm. up. Hold up. Everybody uh -huh. stop. Yeah, Everybody. Some, something I'm going to kind of like... Help! <laughs> smack the quarter says, oh, hold on. Mm -hmm. This ramp was up, not down. What? What? I was the only one in this room. So there's a ledger? There were two rooms with ledgers. There were two rooms? There was a northeast area with a ramp that was ascending up that had an antechamber with a ledger. That is the one where you read the one that said the word dust at the conclusion. Right. At the northwest, where you guys descended downwards, there was right before the ramp room, a room that is again an antechamber with a ledger that once again had information for ascending and descending. Okay, okay. So, so this mirrored. is a different room. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is the one... Because I didn't label that room. I just, I have room and Definitive that I will remind you of. Okay. Yeah. If we're passing by it, I would motion to Felix. You want to take the ledger? Get this proof of use. I can't take that. It's yeah, like, it's it fucking huge. It's huge. I could huge. Yeah. Wanna take take a look at it. Big big book. Look in in the ledger. The yeah. last the yeah. last. I'll entry. go to the la I'll try to find the last entry. Sure, absolutely. I will tell you that the last ledger entry for this one here uh, is a uh, an order for uh, descending uh, for sulfur. And fresh tilled earth. Oh, I would say that out loud. That checks out. Uh huh. It Check. says ascending ether. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Pretty cheap. 
script <laughs> a bunch of soap. begins to appear on ascending. The name Etherevia. Um, so I guess I'll step back and almost like reach out with the quarterstaff and torch mm-hmm. in my hand and try and like visualize where a dwarf would be standing and mm-hmm. try and like sure grab him. Yeah, absolutely. Show me. Make a grapple check, please. Oh, nice. <laughs> we just grab. Would a you ghost grant me? Wait, it's a grapple check? Would you grant me mastery of force or because I didn't yeah. declare? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Is this considered an ability check? Uh, for you for grappling actively, you utilize athletics as a bonus. Great. And it is an ability check, though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I don't have advantage. Mm-hmm. Cancel out. Ooh. Flat rolls baby. are better than disadvantage. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I don't even... Is that oh, the one? oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, so that's a three. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me carry the nine. Three. I couldn't find it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you estimate where a dwarf My hands be. are still full. I'm just like... You've <laughs> got, you know, quarterstaff and torch, <laughs> and you just Bitch. reach forward. I will tell you that as you extend your hands through, your hands feel like they pass through... You know how, like, when you go to a fucking liquor store and you walk into one of the back fridges or you're in a restaurant and you go to the cooler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that harsh temperature change? Yeah. Of an incredibly thin veil of sudden chilled air? Mm. You feel that as soon as your hands touch the area where you believe there is a dwarf. And your hands, almost around the edges of them, that sweet sheath of very nice water that you have feels like icicles form and begin to drop like small puddles at the edges of your wrist. I'll just kind of like grip my hand so it makes like that ice crunching sound. Uh-huh, yeah, you... And I'll just whisper, show yourself, coward. Yeah, I will tell you that you hear a very slight chuckle. There's no way out. Pull my hands back. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that you all hear the chuckle. You should uh, keep going. <laughs> everything alright, Felix? I don't want to be here anymore. No. We need to keep moving. I'll nod and get back in formation, I guess. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. Is that just Felix hearing that? No, everyone hears that whisper. I mean, I'll look back in the area. Uh-huh. Do I see him? I will tell you that you don't see him, but you just see under the name Etherevia. You just see beginning to form the name Felix. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the can the page and rip it out. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> you rip the page out and, and you I'm just gonna th- crumple it. Yeah, you hear another chuckle. Drop it on the ground. <laughs> I crumpled it. No! It. no! Damn it! <laughs> he makes everything sound icky. He's so weird. <laughs> it's even creepier because he we can't see him. Yes, uh, I will tell you that as you drop the paper onto the ground, 
Uh, the stone flooring beneath all of you here in this antechamber begins to slightly rumble and shake. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> We little cruise. little pep in our step. Ah, no. <laughs> we cruise. That's yeah, great. Why would you taunt him? Dude, come on. I bet him faster than you. Let's go. Uh, cool. So there is this singular pathway that extends south from where you guys are, where you come back to a nice crossroads. So I will draw for you what you guys are leaving currently. With my beautiful squiggly lines. So the crossroads um, that we're coming to, there should be a forward path and then a path on the right. He's wrong. Okay. So you guys would be right here. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> you guys would be right here coming down from this way. Looking at the page, we want to go to the left. I will direct you. This way? Yes, because that should be where the ale room is. So the, you're saying looking at it, we want to go this way? Yes. Okay. Big booty barrels were going to me. <laughs> Excuse me, John? Just go to Big Booty Barrels, dude. Yeah. Go to big Booty Barrels from the yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on, Big bro. Booty Barrels! <laughs> <laughs> just Ether, just in the car, just real fucking blind. He knows slow. where we are. <laughs> yep. I just shudder. Just <laughs> low rave music in the background. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, yeah, room number 20 on my legend is absolutely, uh, it would extend up in this direction, uh, and then you would have a continuation down here. So you've got some of the distillery up in this direction. You know that this room concludes, mm -hmm. and you know that further south it comes to the left into more of the distillery, and then it comes like that. Oops. That goes there, so this is like a little hobbly corner. Yep. And then we want to continue down this way, passing by big booty barrels each time. Yes, so we would want to continue down that way, and that should take us to another cross, because um, my map is different than like the actual map. So, oh. yep. It should take us to another three way crossroads, right? Uh huh. Back. Uh -uh. So you've got a passageway that way. That would take us to the down. cistern. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then, so we would want to go to... I'm sorry. So you guys are coming from here. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we'd want to go to the right. That way? Yes. All right. Good job. Mm-hmm. My arms hurt this mess getting... <laughs> Thanks, DJ. So we snake our way back up. Mm-hmm. And we come to a very large opening. With many spidery paths. This one concludes into the area where you know the tavern thingy was. The game room, yeah. Uh-huh. And then you've got a fork here. So you've got a hard up, an angled up. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You've got one that way, and you've got one down to there. So down middle to, or top? So down to there is the game room. Um, this is the game room. Okay. It's got to be... Are we? It's got to be middle. Yeah. Yeah. So I will yeah. tell you that this yeah, is a crossroad with a four-way intersection. Uh, you see the game room down below you, and it looks like the north way up for this one. 
which looks like it angles slightly back in the direction that you guys came as well. Right. So yeah, so it'd be, yeah. So yeah. this one would look like the hallway that would lead you back to that wonderful big spooky so, table. Yeah, goop room. Mm-hmm. The old goop room. Yeah. Are we passing any um looks like yeah. the piles of bones yet, or was that further? Piles of bones were down below or inside the theater. Back, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wasn't you, there? I can't believe you looked under a second table. That was. You're thinking of the room that the. Uh, that was on the other side of the marketplace when we first ascended past the marketplace and down. So we we had already passed the area. That area was right adjacent to the smith. You guys also avoided that? Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, Yeah, so uh, the hallway up towards the big room with the long table, uh, it is five feet wide, so we're going back to the other walking order, correct? Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I will tell you that, Vorst, as you are walking through this area, uh, ahead. It helps. Gotcha. Uh, it feels like for you, the ground once more begins to rumble and shake, and it feels like some of the areas of the stone walls at the side of you as well begin to shake and rattle. About how Pretty far rolling. are we to the end of the hallway? Uh, the hallway is about 70-ish feet. I would say that this would begin happening when you guys are at the midpoint, so about 30, 35 feet. Yeah, I'd instruct everybody to sprint. Cool. Fast as you can through now. Yeah. You guys begin to sprint through. And I will tell you that as you begin to make your way beyond it, uh, it feels like the stone flooring begins to almost break apart. And uh, yell and low behind you as you pass beyond the area where this feels like it concludes. Because you guys are all dashing, it feels like the stone walls begin to crumple in and collapse in on themselves. And it visually looks like that. Yes. It sounds like that. Sounds like that. Looks like that. Oh my god, the tunnel just collapsed. Feels like that, yeah. Like feels dust like and that. everything. You feel We're dust, it you in feel the lungs. sensations of everything mm-hmm. that is occurring. I'm not even chewing five gum, this is great. Right? <laughs> this is how it feels to chew five gum. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you come back to the room yep. with the big long table and the nice big oil paintings on the sides. Yeah. yeah. Don't stop I, to uh, look at anything. Just... Yeah, no, as soon as I would come through the doorway, I would spin to make sure everyone came through. Like, while still moving, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I see him make it through, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to immediately look underneath the table. Mm-hmm. Like, not go to the table, but like, is there another goop there? Uh, no. Okay. No goop. It's a dried residue of goop. Um, as we're crackling along at maximum speed here, I'm going to just turn my head and look at the paintings and make sure that they match the ones that we had seen before, or if anything had changed. Yeah, no, they look... Like the ones that you had seen prior? Okay. And what's the same? Yeah. Cool. That's strange. Alright. It's fine. It's still not Make me a perception check. I know that you've got a passive of 21, but I'm going to say that you're in a heightened sense of agony. Mm-hmm. Uh, 13. 13. <gasps> Sorry, 12. 12. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that like you're looking at the ceilings, you see the various grooves in them that you had seen previously before. Uh, I will tell you as well that for the first time in an area that you have been uh, moving through, in one of the spots in which there is a small breakage in the ceiling between the cracks of the stone where there is just natural dirt, uh, it looks like to you there is extending down just a pair of bony fingertips that look like they loom just outside of the dirt and they look like they're slowly beginning to crawl downwards. 
Great. Um, <laughs> That's so, awesome. The area above and the area below had the two different magic levels. Mm-hmm. Is that something that we could physically Yes, you feel? felt that in the foundry. Does it feel like it's changed back? Yes, it feels like the magical presence in the air is slightly lessened. Okay. And you are back to uh, whatever the one that is above. Unstable. Unstable. You're yeah. back in unstable for your burnout as opposed to wild. Cool. I was trying to determine if we're on like Baller's fucking treadmill or something. It's still in the... <laughs> I didn't say you are. <laughs> I know, but that's, that's the only said way... I the magic that, yeah. feels a little bit less. Yeah, yeah, that's would, the only way that I Would you also that. permit me a painting peek? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want to roll or? Yeah, you. What are you looking for? Anything in particular? Or are you just no, because I was. I had observed thing? these paintings before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say because you gave them an exquisite peek before. You can make an investigation <laughs> check for an elongated peek. I don't want an elongated peek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any of that. You just want a passive peek. Yes. Sure. What's your passive investigation? Oh, types of peaks. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, oh, they're written. What is it? Just. It's ten plus your investigation bonus. Oh, nice. So that should be 14. Yep. Yeah, it looks like the same painting to you. Great. Burnout dies still a D4. I would say that the only thing that feels a little bit off to you is it feels like there is, uh, because they're oil paintings, they're going to be like pretty, you know, smooth. It almost looks like there's a strange, strange shimmery shine to them as though they've been freshly wetted. All paintings look wet. All right, cool. Going to keep running. Somebody peed on the paintings, Don. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Somebody splashed goo on these paintings. Mm-hmm. Not respecting the art, it's mm-hmm. honestly. It's yeah. a tragedy. Cool. Rubble. Uh, yeah, I'm going to point out this, this ah! the skeleton hands that are coming down from the sand. Uh, friends. Keep going. Peek. Is yes, it there? I won't be here for them to. Let's okay. go. All right. <laughs> it's there. Is anybody actually looking up at the thing that he I'll is glance. indicating? Yeah. Glancing, glancing. Like a... Not glancing. Uh, I'd acknowledge it long enough to look up, but I would look mm-hmm. back down yeah, and I'd, keep moving. I'd give it a quick... I wouldn't, like... I would just, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there to stare at it. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I would tell you that you guys would absolutely see above you in the area in which Ethier is indicating a bony hand that looks like it is stretching out down from the dirt. And you see just coming up... Well, it is visible up to about the midpoint of the hand. Mm-hmm. Running along, running along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Keeping on. Keeping we on. We come to the end of this hallway, and we have a harsh turn to the right. Mm-hmm. And then we have the area where there was the uh, like restroom. We have a nice bend. We straighten out and go south again. Yep. Very good. If we... I remember correctly, I should be starting to get that smell of the strong spirits again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will tell you that uh, as you turn this corner once more into a narrow hallway, uh, it's a long straightaway. Now that you guys are southward facing on the right, there would be the room that you all would remember as the first area of, uh, like, the Mead Hall, where we found some of Gamdar's beautiful recipes. Mm -hmm. At the end of the hallway, I will tell you that standing right at the area where it would once more turn to the side is a standing tall dwarven man with silvery gray hair 
the long beard. He just is motionless, staring in your direction. Do we have to pass him to get through? Well, if you guys wanted to continue to go in a certain way, other than going into the areas of the meat halls, yes. Yes. Uh, we shouldn't have to, right? Because it's the meat hall and then the great hall. So it would be where you guys are would be coming down here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You would have area into the meat hall here, coming down further, area of the meat hall again here, and then it turns back partially here, and this guy is standing right here. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. I mm. thought we were further up. Yeah, we gotta go throw him. Keep going. Let's just keep on going. Now, as soon as I see him, mm. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna over. I'm gonna point into the room and look at you and tell you to cut the light. He looks like he's, like, again, he looks like a pretty decently uh, taller dwarf than normal. Does he look corporeal? Five, six. Yes. Yes, he does. I'm not gonna cut the light. Like, I'm just shake my head no when you, when you keep say on it. going. We'll run right through him. He is standing there, seemingly motionless. It looks like he is in uh, a tattered gray cloak that kind of wraps around his neck and is draped over his arms and shoulders. And he's staring his, right at us, right? Yeah, his arms are limp at his side. You can see that he's got uh, what would look like a dark black like tunic on his chest and just dark leather <coughs> pants and black boots. Does he look familiar? The only individuals who looked at that painting were Felix and Neskrim. Which one? Oh, wait. So I will say that Tavorst, the individual who has turned the corner and is looking this person, at this person in the distance, doesn't look familiar to you. Yeah, I'd stop the, the forward motion, mm-hmm. keep them behind the wall. Mm-hmm. Scooch back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so inform them as you to guys what's would be going here. On. You would come back ever so slightly. Yeah, and I would quietly tell everybody what I saw. Cool. We have to keep going. Run through him. We could, or we could silently go around him and trick him to the other end of the hallway. Cool. Sneak through the meat hall. Is there a way through the meat hall? We did not go through the meat hall previously. No, there is not a way through the meat hall. We have to go. We took a very direct route from this point. It's not gonna bother turn us. Turn around and look behind us. Make sure nothing's coming up behind. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like there's anything strange back into the direction of where the toilets came. I see. We just run through him. Was it Balor? No, not Balor. I've never seen him before. He's got silver hair, gray tunic. Probably fine. No. Your mirror is fine, though. I'm gonna pull it out. Cool. Hand it to Vorst. I'm just gonna like wave it in the air. Is it my mirror? Yeah, I'll go ahead and hold it around the mirror, the corner then. Mm-hmm. Take a look. I can't see. Yeah, he doesn't have dark vision. Okay. Does anybody want to take a look? It doesn't make much difference. If it's a danger, then I don't think it's going to leave. I don't think so either. I just want to make sure that you guys are fully prepared for what might happen if we go straight for this. It does. It does he appear in the mirror. I'll take a look. Look in the mirror. Hmm? You see in the distance a small figure reminiscent of the dwarven man reflected in the mirror. The conclusion of the hallway. Does he appear any different through the mirror than he did when I was looking at him? Size varying, anything like that? I mean, it would look a little bit smaller because he's in the distance relative to the mirror, but that is it. Objects in the mirror may be closer than they appear. Correct. (laughs) Felix, (laughs) do you want to switch places with me? 
slow a slow approach or a fast approach upon the person. If it does not seem an aggressive being, then perhaps we should not alarm it. Very well. S- slowly then. Slow and steady. Walking speed. Arms at the ready. I'm gonna cast Shillelagh on my staff. Be ready to run if you have to. Do I have to run? I don't have to roll Not it. school of magic, is it? Um, I think it's transmutation, if I remember. Maybe evocation. Transmutation. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Yeah. Reardah, should you need to get him out of here quickly? You're ready to run? Yeah. Where we go? Outside. Let me stop. Door at the end of the hallway. <gasps> Door? <laughs> <laughs> like, a toy? Maybe not. Rude, oh. can you protect Ether? <laughs> he just looks down at you. He just gives you like a toothy grin. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like he's bad. You said protect. protect you from ether, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I can take him. Can you protect him? From you? <laughs> I can try. Is you're, this... you're pretty strong. Thank you. Seen you be like a bear. I can't do that right now. Oh, you're tired. Same. Are we ready? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Alright. I'm gonna start walking with yeah. oomph down the hallway. Yeah, I will tell you that you turn the corner and as you take a step, you watch as the dwarven man in unison as you raise your leg, also raises his and takes a step in your direction. Charge him. Full I'm, speed. No, I'm gonna keep walking. Yeah, you guys I will tell you that this hallway is about uh, eighty feet in length from end to end. Continuing to walk? Yes. Uh, how does his uh, body language change as he's walking? Body language does not change. It looks almost like there's just a continuous robotic, almost sense of methodical movement in unison with yours. Are his shoulders yes, down and hanging? <laughs> Help me. You can answer that first. Yeah. Are his shoulders down and hanging or like up and back? Down and hanging. Okay. Mm. Yes, though. <clears throat> As a man who has had Reardal look into my eyes several times, mm-hmm. when he looks down at me, mm-hmm. does it look like Reardal behind his eyes, if that makes sense? Make an inside check, though. Uh, that's a 16 plus 7. You see that same puppy dog? All right. <laughs> All right. I feel We're going to go outside together, Ethier. Hungry. Very good. Because I did see him fall unconscious and then come back, so I'm trying, in that moment, trying to be like, uh, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Continue to move towards this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. I will tell you that, obviously, you guys would meet, if it's 80 feet wide, you guys would meet at a 40-foot midpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Within 20 feet of him, I would have probably, like, who, who, who's there? Don't you recognize me? At this point, I can see him. Yeah. Okay. Why are you leaving? There are very sick people who need our help. I'm a medicine man. 
Perhaps I could help your friends. What ails them? The ailment is that we need to be outside. Fresh air does wonders. I'm very bad at talking to women. (laughs) (laughs) Confession. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, he's like, you're on your own. (laughs) Turns out I can't help. Nothing I can do for you. <laughs> Sorry, my but child. what is Nesgrus? <laughs> I'm very bad at talking. <laughs> can can you help me with that? Oh my goodness. Of course. Oh, you meant right now. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Trying holding out your hands. Okay. Hold out your hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell no, me what you're doing instead of just okay. <sighs> Try. You're not a woman. I could be. <laughs> <laughs> I can be anything inside of Velvet. Okay. I sure. Am Velvet. Nice to meet you. We're going to be on our way Unless you have any advice for talking to women Yes Practice being a good listener first Noted So, are we ready to go? (laughs) (laughs) See, I hear you I really do Ghost in the ghost (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Alright, what? <laughs> oh, dear God. That was the smoothest fuck you I've ever oh. seen. <laughs> Alrighty, well. Uh, so, I mean, if you ask that, I'll, I'll look at him. So you're not Dor- Dorgrim? I am Dorgrim. Yes. I'm gonna just... <laughs> Is he? I mean, it looks like the figure that you guys have seen so far in a ghastly appearance. Just not ghastly. Just Mm. corporeal. 20 feet ahead of force. Illuminated by the light. Uh, About how wide is the hallway here? Five five to six feet. He's taken up a decent amount of the the path. Uh Uh-huh. Well, no time to chat. Keep walking. And I intend to try and walk through him. Sure. Yeah, you take another step, and he does not move this time. You can't leave, Velfarthen. That's that's the beauty of things, is we can all do what we need to do and what we want to do. Yes, we can. As you take another step, you watch as his form... begins to slightly shimmer and shake and he gives a coy grin (laughs) yes we can and you see him begin to dissipate down into the stone of the floor like feet up to ankles as though he is just slowly being absorbed into it like he's kind of sinking into the floor I am Velvet. 
I don't want to do this at all anymore. Oh, so I. Oh. Uh-huh. No, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to run. <laughs> oh, we're inside him. I don't like oh, that. Oh, man. Why would he clean the place up? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, it's filthy. Yeah. Filth uh, <laughs> Truly. You guys enter into the large as you crest that corner. I'll tell you that as you go to step over him is when his entirety of his form finally dissipates into the stone. I jump <laughs> over that area. Yeah. We, like, we running. We running. Running. Turn running, another running. corner. To the Down right. here. Mm-hmm. And this is the area where there was the large, uh, nice cavern hall-like area where there was the broken bench and such. Mm-hmm. And I found that cool curly bottle. Mm-hmm. The corner. Mm-hmm. Dart across. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this where we fought the... Uh... That here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I will tell you that as you guys move into this area, it opens up more significantly, obviously. I don't know if we're continuing to walk in a single file. We're running. Running in a single file. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I will tell you that as you all hit the midpoint of this room, every single one of you feel that gust of air as though it comes from both sides of the walls connecting at either side of your ears and feeling like it meets right at the dead center of your body. And every single one of you hears the same phrase of your good friend Vorst. (laughs) Even you hear your own voice. Your own Vorst. (laughs) Even you hear your own voice saying, well, no time for chat. And I will ask based upon the number of instances in which this has occurred, Nesgrim, or sorry, no, uh, Vorst and Yalimlo to make wisdom saving throws. Twenty-two. Eleven. Yeah. Uh, Yalimlo, I will tell you that as you feel this rushing of air around you, and you feel this strange sensation as though you know that you're in the right place. You know that you're with your friends right now, but it feels like there is something strange about the atmosphere inside of Felfar then, as though something around you is changing in the level of activity. And Glenn, I will ask you to please roll me a d100. <coughs> is forced in front of you falls to the ground to his knees and begins to repeatedly mutter the phrase no time for chat no time for chat no time for chat forced come on I'm just gonna grab him and drag him along I'll grab one arm if you want yep You guys mm-hmm. link arms around Forced. He feels like dead weight in your hands. Fucking dragging him along. Yeah. Um, you guys are dragging? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll lead the way. 
for the next three minutes, Forced. You are limp in their arms. And I'm cognizant of the fact that I'm repeating myself. Like, I'm, I know that I'm talking. You know that you're talking, you feel... You feel as though there is not necessarily comparable to the charming effects that happened to you before. It feels like there is something malignant lingering inside of you that is driving you to reiterate these words and feel as though there is no hope left in escaping the farther. Can I make an attempt to try and silence myself to speak quieter? I will give you a subsequent wisdom saving throw at disadvantage for that specifically. Yeah, no, that's a nine. I would tell you that you want to quiet yourself. Something in you, whatever residual willpower still resides deep inside the heart of force. And you simply can't stop saying, no time for chat. Your friends begin dragging you through this meat hall. Paul, you are now leading our party? Yep. Okay. The meat hall looks like it bends, and then you've got to pass to the right, or you can continue to go straight. Gonna head to the right where the temple should be up next. Correct. You guys enter towards the area of the temple. And now, Paul, you are leading the party. And I will tell you that as you look into the area of the temple, the visualizations of it feel incredibly different. And as you look inside, you see in the area, at the center front of those pews, where there was etchings in the ground, rising in the center, just breaking out of the stone in the same way that Baalor descended down, <clears throat> Dorvin descended down, ascending up. Yes. A pair of very dark, curved, black horns. And we will end there. No! Bye. We gotta go! Can someone run me through that last like two minutes quickly? Cause I, I was blowing my nose. When we are off stream, absolutely. Sure. Well. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Well, friends, thank you very much for watching tonight. Uh, I'm alive, so that's good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's more than we expected. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we'll be live next on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and then Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, and then back again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you guys very much for very much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night. No time chat. Goodbye. <laughs>